Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing on? Am I on the air? On the air? Welcome, 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 everybody, to the best damn entertainment show in the galaxy. This is Am I on the Air. My name is Don Mega. I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me tonight as I get you caught up with all the latest and the greatest in entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews, everything that's gone down basically in the last seven days. We're going to discuss here in that world of entertainment. It's season 26, episode 10, and tonight's show is titled Core 4. We're going to be breaking down the news from March 8th through today, March 14th. So strap on in and let's get her going. I'm going to start with a couple plugs, as I like to do from time to time, because it's all about self-promotion. Have you checked out the new Quick Bites episode? I hope you have, because it's awesome. And I want to shout out my boy Friggins, giving some really cool feedback. He doesn't even watch the show, and he listened and gave great feedback. And I really appreciate that, Friggins, that you took the time to say that. And that is, my quick bite is talking about you, season four. It is the latest and the greatest season of you over on Netflix. Netflix did a split season. They did part one on February 9th. They did five episodes there. And then five episodes on March 9th to finish out the season. So they split it up five and five. I was lucky enough to be able to review this show or watch the show for a review before part one even dropped. I saw this about two weeks early and I saw all of it in one chunk. It didn't get separated out for me. So I've been sitting on this season and it's been really, really difficult. Um, But with part two coming out this past weekend, I was able to give my spoiler-filled thoughts. Um, When I did the quick bite for the first half, I did non-spoiler, and I just kind of touched upon my thoughts of the first five episodes. Now that the whole season is out, I wanted my quick bite to be overall thoughts of the season, but then also spoiler talk to really dive in on how I felt about the twists and the turns. You is an incredible show, so I know I haven't got the TV spot yet, but I'm going to tie it in with this plug. Check out You Season 4 if you haven't, or maybe you started watching You back in Season 1 or Season 2 and you maybe gave up. I think you should get back into it. Season 4 was very, very unique and took a lot of really cool twists and turns that I really, really dug, and I thought it was a super solid season. So um, I hope you checked out the quick bite. If not, hey... 
subscribe to our am i on the air quick bites podcast it is a separate podcast it is a separate podcast feed make sure you subscribe to it and you can catch these quick bites as they drop because i dropped this episode on march 9th when that second half dropped on netflix so i've been trying to time some of these reviews with when they drop on Netflix, so you got a review right out the gate, ready to rock. So that's one I got for you, my U Season 4 overall review, spoiler talk, on the Quick Bites. And then we did something new and unique over the weekend that I wanted to kind of plug. If you're following me on Instagram, and that's just simply at Am I on the Air, I hope you're following us on Instagram. We're trying to do more and more on there. I do video reviews. Obviously, I post a lot of posters. Um, anything really, I'd put a lot on our stories. I try to each day with breaking news, stuff like that. So definitely give our Instagram a follow if you haven't yet. But one thing I wanted to try, and I've been thinking about doing for a while is an Instagram live, really just shooting the shit, talking about entertainment news, just like this show. Um, but I wanted to do it in a different kind of format with somebody else, right? I do this show solo. So sometimes It's a lot of me just talking to a computer screen. And I know y'all are listening, but that's how I see it, right? So I wanted to do the Instagram Live in a little bit of a different way. So I reached out to Friggins, and he was kind enough to join me this past weekend. And we jumped on, and we did our very first Am I on the Air Instagram Live recording. Uh, I think we went for about an hour. It was intended to be like 20 to 30 minutes. (laughs) We went like a full hour. Um, But it was great, because we talked... All about the different movies that are out, the movies we watched on streaming, TV shows we're into. We really dug into Creed 3. There was a lot of just overall entertainment talk, and it was a blast. And it is on our Instagram feed. So even if you missed the live, you can go to my feed on Instagram and actually click on it and watch it kind of on demand. So I wanted to give that a plug in case uh, it might be something you want to check out. So go to the Instagram, Am I on the Air? And uh, it's one of the latest videos that we have on there. Just go ahead and click it. You'll see me and Friggins. You'll see myself fumbling around with it for like a couple minutes as I wait for Friggins to join me. And then we're off to the races and we get that baby going. So those are my two quick plugs. Let's get into our reviews as we always do. We're going to start with movies, non-spoiler. And I'm going to start with the new number one movie in the world. A movie that I've been really, really looking forward to because I'm a massive fan of this franchise, and that is Scream 6. Never thought in a million years that we'd reach Scream 6. You know, this is a series that I grew up on as a teenager with the first several movies, and then just have been along for the ride ever since then. Uh, Scream, the kind of requel, reboot that they did, Last year, actually, it hasn't even been that long, was a really, really great take on the movie, right? By introducing a new core set of characters, a new core four, and then, but also bringing in those legacy characters, right? Like Sydney and Gail Weathers and Dewey, of course. So that's always cool, right? Kind of branching the two pieces of the puzzle. So this here, Scream 6, is continuing that where we're continuing to follow the core four, moving them into New York, trying to move on with their lives. But of course, Ghostface don't care. He's going to follow you wherever you may go. This one, of course, led again by Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. They're really your two leads here. But then you have Jasmine Savoy and Mason Gooding, 
That's your core four right there. Courtney Cox is back. Hayden Panettiere is back as Kirby, who is in Scream 4. Dermot Mulroney joins this one as one of the detectives. And a bunch of other side characters like Jack Champion, who was actually one of Jake Sully's kids from Avatar The Way of Water. So it was cool to see him in something different. Um, Overall, like I said, the gang moves to New York. They're trying to live a fresh life. And, of course, the Ghostface killings continue. And they continue for Sam and Tara. So, overall, I absolutely loved this movie. I had a blast with it. I was hearing some early word that this was more violent. This is a little bit more gory. And I was like, really? Okay, cool. And then I watched it and I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes, son. I love me some violence. I love me some gore. And this movie, I thought the kills were way more violent. They they did some really cool stuff here. Um, Of course, it screams. So, of course, I can't say it's perfect. There are definitely moments in the movie that I scratched my head and went, how the hell do you think that really happened? Or there's no way that could have happened, right? And I'll say my biggest beef with the movie probably overall is I didn't think they really stuck the landing on who Ghostface was. The reveal wasn't as what as I had hoped it to be. It's hard to do, man, six films in, right? Like, who has such a vendetta that they need to put on this mask and kill people? So I know it's getting harder and harder for them to do. In my mind, I just felt like it would be a really cool surprise, and it was just kind of meh. So that holds me back from giving it any kind of five-star review, but I would give it four very easily. I had a super, super good time with this. Out of the six movies, I would say Scream 6 is probably my third favorite overall. And that's saying something, man, you know, so it's right there uh, towards the front end of the pack. And if you're a fan of Scream or have been at any time and maybe you've given up or whatever the case may be and you haven't gone to see this, I highly recommend it. Check out Scream 6, four out of five stars. My next movie that I went back to the theater the same day to watch is the new film 65. Uh, This one here, science fiction thriller starring Adam Driver and... um. Man, I was really looking forward to this movie because I love the trailer. You know, it said it was produced by Sam Raimi, you know, sci-fi. And then you see dinosaurs and you're like, what? After a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, pilot Mills quickly discovers he's actually stranded on Earth 65 million years ago. Now, with only one chance at rescue, Mills and the only other survivor, Koa, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures in an epic fight to survive. So pretty straightforward. He is piloting a ship. He has a bunch of people in cryo in the ship. They hit an asteroid belt. The ship is going down. It crash lands on a planet that we learn to find out it is Earth. Um, He's obviously, he didn't go back in time or anything. This is just, he lands on Earth, but Earth is 65 million years ago. So it is run by the dinosaurs, right? Um, he finds out there's one survivor left. It's a little girl, uh, and he needs to get to his, uh, rescue ship, which is stuck on a mountain. But of course, to get to that mountain, he's got to cross a lot of dangerous ground. Um, overall, I thought the movie was just okay. I was, had way higher hopes for this thing. Cause like I said, I love the trailer. They put a good trailer out for this and I was stoked. Uh, Adam driver does a great job in this. I just feel overall, it's just very paint by the numbers, right? Um, there's not enough dinosaur stuff to happen to keep you on the edge of your seat. The one thing I'll say that I really liked is it's an hour and a half long. So the time went by pretty quick. Um, but overall, you know, one of my biggest beasts with this film is that the little girl that he does find that he tries to save, 
uh, for some reason they chose to have her not speak English and speak another language. And I just thought that was a stupid ass decision because it was just it just added really nothing to the movie to have him struggle to talk to her and for her to struggle to understand him. I think this movie could have been exactly the same with them understanding each other. Uh, but that's just my two cents. Overall, at the end of the day, like I said, the movie's not horrible, but it's not good. And it's just kind of in the middle. Um, this is one of those kind of movies if somebody said, should I go to the theater to see it? I'd be like, nah, wait for streaming. And at this rate, it'll probably be on streaming pretty quick. So uh, I would give 65 two and a half out of five stars. Yes, I don't like to do half stars, but I felt it was better than okay but not quite as good as good so i put it in the middle there two and a half it was just i this movie is definitely a true definition of meh <laughs> so it happens guys it happens so those are your two big movies scream six four out of five stars and 65 two and a half out of five switching on over to television shows my new show of the week is a new apple tv plus show called hello tomorrow and it is a Interesting show because it's science fiction. It looks like it's futuristic, but it also looks like it takes place in the 50s. Um, I'm not even sure where this show is going, to be honest. I only watched the first episode because I love pretty much every show that comes out on Apple TV Plus, so I wanted to give it a shot. Uh, this one here stars Billy Crudup. It uh, also has Shirley Stedman, Ed, um, um, sorry, uh, Hanifa Wood. Uh, she was on the show Schooled. I really liked her on that. It has Hank Azaria, Allison Pill. Um, so it's got a decent little cast. And basically, Billy Crudup's character is selling like almost like timeshares for people to go live on the moon. And then I guess you're left wondering, is that even a thing in this show? Because it is kind of futuristic. Are there people on the moon or is he lying and just trying to get people to buy these properties and they'll never get there, right? So I'm curious to see how the show will unfold. After one episode, I'm just okay with it right now. I thought the pilot episode was okay. Um, it didn't give me enough to where I'm like, damn, this is awesome and I can't wait to watch more. Um, but it's not bad to where I want to give up. So I'm curious to see how it plays out and where it takes me. So that is Hello Tomorrow. Um, which drops episodes weekly on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, they've already dropped the first couple episodes, so um, I do have a couple more to get through, and then we'll make a decision from there. Another new show I checked out is on Disney+, Plus, and this one kind of came out of nowhere. It's from Marvel Studios, but it's a documentary-type show called Empower, um, and it's about the female superheroes. So there are four episodes. This show is produced by Zoe Zaldana, so of course there's an episode about Gamora, there's an episode about uh, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and the Ladies of Black Panther. So those are the four episodes they put out so far. I don't know if they're doing more or if this is the whole season right now. Um, obviously, in the Captain Marvel episode, they talk a little bit about Miss Marvel as well, too. But it is, it's basically a documentary show about these superheroes, their origins, the impact of their movies, the impact to the fans. Um, fans that are big super fans of these characters and kind of what they mean to women. Uh, I thought it was really great. You know, my daughter is nine and she loves Marvel and she loves especially the women superheroes. So she was actually very excited to watch this show and she got a kick out of it. I thought it was, they were decent documentaries. They're about 45 minutes long or so. Um, so check that out. It, all four dropped on Disney plus it's called Empower. All right. And last couple to really touch on today. 
dropped the season premiere of Ted Lasso season three. So Ted Lasso, of course, Apple TV plus one of the best shows on television. I forgot that the, I knew the show was coming out in March. Totally didn't expect it to come out today. So I watched the season premiere tonight, right before I did this show just to, uh, I didn't want to fall behind on it, man. It was great to see Ted back. Great to see all the characters back. Um, solid premiere episode, and I can't wait to really dig into this season. So very excited to have Ted Lasso back for season three. And last thing on the TV side, uh, this past Sunday was the season finale of The Last of Us, and I loved it. What a great show. Every episode amazing. Um, every episode really killing it with the emotion. Um, I never thought that a zombie-type show would give me so much emotion. Um, and this did week after week after week. And the finale is no stranger to emotion. It really takes you on a ride. And when it ends, you're like, no, I got to wait for season two now. Uh, it was great. So if you've been waiting to binge this show to all the episodes have dropped, they're all dropped. All nine episodes are out now on HBO max. Make sure you check it out. Absolutely. Big thumbs up. One of the best shows of the year for sure. All right, guys, that's our reviews. So once again, we have Scream 6 now in theaters, 4 out of 5 stars. 65 now in theaters, 2.5 out of 5 stars. You on Netflix, Season 4, big thumb up from me. Like I said, check out my podcast, my uh, quick bite on that if you want to know more about you. Great, great season. Uh, Hello Tomorrow on Apple TV+. Plus. Ted Lasso Season 3 on Apple TV+. Plus. Empower on Disney+. Plus. And uh, Last of Us on HBO Max. Okay. All right. That's our reviews. Let's talk box office coming in. Number 10, it's operation fortune. Number nine, Puss in boots. Number eight, avatar, the way of water. Number seven champions, rough debut there for champions. That just came out this past weekend, only making it to number seven, number six, Jesus revolution. Number five, cocaine bear. Number four, ant-man and the wasp quantum mania. Number three, 65, Number two, Creed 3, last week's number one, falling to number two. And number one with a bullet, Scream 6, bringing in the biggest debut for any Scream movie at almost $45 million. So congratulations there to Scream. I think this thing's going to get greenlit real quick for that Scream 7. No diggity, no doubt. All right, that's our box office. Let's get into our news of the week. If you didn't know, you know, Paramount Plus brought back Beavis and Butthead, they did, man, and it looked super old school, it looked like just how the show did in the 90s, and it was a hit, so they're bringing back Beavis and Butthead Season 2 over on Paramount+, Plus, and it's coming sooner than you think, so keep an eye out for that. If you're playing the new Call of Duty, they're going to be releasing a Ninja Turtles Shredder character that's right coming that you can play as in the new game, which is pretty cool, man, I might have to download Shredder, that's pretty tight. We have the trailer for To Catch a Killer. This is the new Shane Lee Woodley thriller movie that is coming out pretty soon. We also have the trailer for Wrath of Becky. That's right. Lulu Wilson returns in the action thriller sequel. And some of you might be saying sequel. Yes. 2020, there was a movie that came out called Becky. And it starred Kevin James as a serial killer. He was an evil son of a bitch. But there's this little girl uh, named Becky in the movie. And she basically takes out the crew and sure enough it was a decent enough hit at home video that they're bringing it back for a sequel so wrath of becky coming soon you can check out the teaser trailer now um we talked on last week's show about john bernthal coming back um in the daredevil season um that's coming to disney plus and then 
you know, now they're getting ready to start filming that Daredevil season. A lot of people wondering about some of the other characters from the Daredevil Netflix show. Well, according to a Hollywood Reporter report, it is confirmed that a lot of the other cast members that were in the Netflix Daredevil show are not returning or not expected to return. Um, it notes that Deborah Ann Wohl and Eldon Henson, um, who starred in the original series as Karen Page and Foggy Nelson, are not expected to return, which is very interesting because uh, those were two big characters for this show, man, especially Foggy, right? It's Nelson and Murdoch over here. Um, so I don't know how they're going to do it unless they're recasting, but according to the report, neither actor are on the roll call for the upcoming series. And it's unclear if they're going to be recast or just written out of the series completely. So very, very interesting, man. I don't know how this is going to go. You need Foggy if you're going to do any part of the lawyer aspect of this show. Karen, I can kind of understand. (laughs) But, you know, you need Foggy. So I'll be curious to see what they do with that character. Paul Walter Hauser is going to join Matt Damon for an upcoming Apple TV Plus show, The Instigators. So that would be pretty cool. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 test audiences have insane reactions to it. They are loving it, but the studio is saying the movie's too long. We're not getting any word on how long the movie is, but if the studio's worried, that's pretty interesting. And I'm actually shocked that it's that long since this movie is basically two parts. So they're getting two movies out of this thing. They're saying that the first one's that long. And we've had a lot of long movies in the last couple of years. You know, the this three-hour movie thing is starting to become more and more trendy, like the Batman and, uh, you know, Infinity War. And, um, God, what else did we just see three hours? Um, obviously, Avatar, Babylon. Um, there's been a lot of movies hitting that. John, John Wick 4 that comes out next week is supposed to be close to three hours. So how long is Mission Impossible that the studio is worried? So... It'll be interesting, man, but it, at least I'm excited that the test audiences are flipping out on this thing. Sydney Sweeney and Julianne Moore are set to star in a blood-soaked Michael Pierce-directed thriller called Echo Valley. Sign me up. I love Julianne Moore. I love Sydney Sweeney. I love blood-soaked uh, thrillers. So <laughs> let's go Echo Valley. Masters of the Universe Revolution, uh, Melissa Benoist is joining the cast as Tila as she is replacing Sarah Michelle Gellar as the voice there. Jonathan Majors is set to produce and star in The Understudy with Spike Lee circling as a possible director. So, hmm, very interesting there. We have the trailer for The Big Door Prize, which is Apple TV Plus's new dramedy that is coming soon starring Chris O'Dowd. Love this trailer. I will be watching this. I'm telling you guys, if you are not subscribed to Apple TV Plus, it's five bucks a month. It is five of the best well-spent bucks you're ever going to spend each month. They don't put out a ton of stuff, but when they put it out, it is quality. So looking very forward to the big door prize. Love is Blind Season 4. We have the new full trailer for that, if you like. We also have the official poster for The Little Mermaid. We actually have two posters that dropped this past week, so you can check that out, along with the full trailer that dropped during the Oscars this week. So check out that trailer. I thought it was pretty good, pretty damn good. Uh, My wife really wants to see this movie, so I'm sure I'm going to be drugged to see it on May 26th. But, you know, it does. it, It looks pretty solid, man. So check out that trailer and the new posters. We have the new Red Band trailer for Jennifer Lawrence's new movie, No Hard Feelings, which is coming to theaters this summer. This Red Band trailer is awesome. I laughed my ass off at it, and I am so happy to see Jennifer Lawrence in a movie like this, having fun, laughing, comedic. 
this is what she needed. She does all these serious movies all the time. She's coming off as very stuck up lately. And it's been rough, man, for Jennifer Lawrence. I ain't going to lie. Um, but I'm hoping that this movie resonates. I know a lot of people are liking this trailer uh, where basically she has to date a kid um, to get a car. It's a crazy ass, crazy ass story, but it looks hilarious. So definitely check out the trailer, especially the Red Band one, so you know what's going on. Jenna Ortega is in talks to join the Beetlejuice sequel. Now, what's interesting about this is this damn Beetlejuice sequel is a movie that like goes away. And then every year, a couple times, it'll be like, hey, Beetlejuice sequel's coming. And then it goes away. And then it's, hey, Beetlejuice sequel's coming. And then it goes away. This is a movie that I never think is going to get made. But this was pretty interesting to hear that Jenna Ortega's in talks. Because are we getting seriously close to actually making a Beetlejuice sequel with Tim Burton coming back? That would be interesting. That Jenna Ortega is very hot right now. So that would be a great addition. We have the new full season trailer. For Yellow Jacket Season 2, looking forward to this. It comes out next week over on Showtime Season 2. Uh, I think March 24th is the official date on this one. Loved Yellow Jacket Season 1, so looking forward to this. So check out the new trailer. We also have the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie, so check that out. The new Escape from New York movie will actually be a requel. So just like Scream, it will be a requel. And I think it's from the same people, actually, that are doing Scream, so that's probably why they're calling it that. The Batman Cape Crusader animated series is going to get a two-season order over on Amazon Prime. It was supposed to be on HBO Max, but they have shifted it over to Prime Video. Um, Bob Odenkirk is actually doing a remake of The Room. That's right, the movie The Room, which was one considered one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, it got turned into a movie. Um, called The Disaster Artist a couple years ago, which is a great movie, by the way. But it looks like they're doing this for charity. That's right. Bob, o Bob uh, Odenkirk playing the lead um, in this film that's being remade for charity. So I like it. I like the idea behind it. Um, we have the trailer for The Night Agent, which is uh, coming soon, I believe, to Netflix. Ryan Reynolds talking about Free Guy 2. Now, this was a movie that was greenlit a while ago. But the more and more I see Ryan Reynolds uh, or anybody involved with Free Guy talk about the movie now, they're like, you know, we're in no rush to make it. And, you know, Ryan Reynolds said, you know, why can't you just make a movie that's good and move on? You know, not everything needs a sequel. And they hold Free Guy so close to their chest that they're like, we don't want to just make a sequel to make a sequel. If we have the right script, we'll possibly do it. But until that happens, we're not going to rush it. We're not going to go into anything. So I like the idea behind it. It's very, very cool that they're, you know, that, um, you know, parenting over Free Guy, you know, which was a great, great movie. House of the Dragon season two is going to introduce more dragons. So there you go there. We have the trailer for Blind Spotting season two. It's going to get a two episode premiere. Uh, Creedverse, are you ready for a Creedverse? Michael B. Jordan said to be at the forefront of an expanding franchise for Creed through film and television projects. That's right. Looking to do spinoffs, looking to do anime, all kinds of stuff, dude. So very interesting to have a Creedverse uh, over here. Disney CEO Bob Iger, unsure about Marvel sequels, but says the studio plans to continue introducing fresh faces. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like Bob Iger is kind of moving away from being like, let's just sequel everything and let's continue to bring in new characters, new Avengers, you know, new stories to keep the Marvel world growing and growing. You know, he said that sometimes it's not the right idea to go back to the well for a third or fourth time. So, 
is he saying that because after Ant-Man? I don't know, man. Seems kind of interesting. I mean, all the sequels have made them a lot of money at Disney, so very odd choice of words. Dexter Fletcher is going to direct a search for the drink of eternal life in a new film written by James Vanderbilt. It's going to be called Fountain of Youth. So there you go. Uh, Andy Serkis says he's unsure about how Alfred will fit into the Batman sequel, so he's not even sure he's coming back yet. Very excited about this news. Shrinking has been renewed for season two. Whoop, whoop. Shrinking is one of my favorite shows on television right now. Once again, Apple TV Plus. Uh, me and Friggins talked about this show on our Instagram Live over the weekend, just how good it is. Everybody I know that watches it loves it. It's such a great show with J- Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. And uh, glad to see it getting the recognition it deserves and coming back now for season two. Very, very excited on that one. Daniel Brohl set to play fashion icon Coral Lagerfield in Disney Plus's series Kaiser Carl. Um, let's see here. Uh, Bedrock, the Flintstone series. Yes, we're getting Flintstones once again. Fox has given a pilot order to Elizabeth Banks's The Flintstones spinoff titled Bedrock, centering around a young adult Pebbles and Bam Bam. There you go. I'm going to leave that one at that. <laughs> um, Warner Brothers Discovery still planning to possibly remove the HBO from HBO Max. That's right. Just from the name. They're not removing HBO stuff. But I think they want to change the streamer to just straight Max. Um, you know, a lot of people think this is a bad idea. They think HBO gives it its corps blanche um, and that they shouldn't remove it. But then other people think that it's confusing that it has the HBO name on it and it should be its own thing. So we'll keep you posted on where they end up going with that. There's still a lot of talk about maybe merging some of the Discovery Plus stuff into it. Um, but it does still seem like they want to kind of keep the two streamers separate for now. Ellie Kemper set to play a working mom in a new comedy called Drop Off, which is uh, the pilot ordered has been done over at ABC. Love Ellie Kemper. Super, super funny. I will definitely check this out for her for sure. Young Sheldon, executive producer, says conversations have begun whether the Big Bang uh, Theory prequel will end with the upcoming season seven. So will it end there or will it be renewed for season eight? We'll have to see, but conversations are happening. They're going to have to have these conversations because I watch Young Sheldon and they're all growing up really, really fast on this show. Like the kid that plays Sheldon should be Jim Parsons at this point. Like they need to be careful with this. So definitely uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that. We got a really cool article up with the Poker Face executive producer talking about all the burning finale questions, like whose voice was that on the phone with Charlie and everything else going on. Poker Face did wrap up this past week. Another amazing show on television. It's on Peacock. So definitely, um, if, if you're somebody that waits to binge, you can now binge all of Poker Face in one sitting. Great, great show. Definitely check it out. Jennifer Garner looking for some answers, and that's right, because she's in the new trailer for The Last Thing He Told Me. This is based on the best-selling book. This is also coming to Apple TV+, Plus. so check out the new trailer for The Last Thing He Told Me. We have the Razzie Award winners. I'm not going to get into it, but the article's there if you would like to see who won. Um, I'm really kind of over the Razzies. I think it's just kind of mean and unfair. Um, Man, Shazam 2. A TV commercial revealed a major cameo. Stupid asses, right? The movie comes out this week. I'm going to go Thursday night to the preview showing. Um, And I'm like, you know, spoilers don't bother me personally too much. But for them to put what they put in that TV spot, 
is just idiotic. Like, why would you take that away from a surprise for the audience? You know, um, super bummed about it. Hopefully there's more surprises in it, but yeah, stupid mistake on the marketing department's part, but you know what? Maybe they did it on purpose because they're hoping that more people will go watch it if they know there's cameos. So, but yeah, looking forward to Shazam too. It's just stupid on that marketing department side. Um, Daredevil born again, episode one has nabbed the Dexter director. So that is pretty cool, man. Love me some Dexter. So you at least know the first episode is going to set a real good tone. I like it a lot. Uh, we have an article up with the team that does you. So speaking of you, once again, uh, they're looking ahead to a possible season five and uh, which familiar faces should Joe be worried about in the upcoming season. So we'll keep you posted there. Show still hasn't been officially renewed, but I feel like uh, that announcement will come pretty in much any day now that the season's finished. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, we talked about the Little Mermaid trailer. Make sure you check that out. All the new posters are uh, video reviews of 65 and Scream that I have up on TikTok and Instagram. Um, the Oscars were this past Sunday. We, of course, have the full article up with all the winners. I'm not going to read through all of them, but I'm going to touch on a couple. Gilmore Del Toro's Pinocchio won Oscar for the Best Animated Feature Film. Kihu Kwan won the uh, Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Natu Natu won for Best Song, obviously from RRR. Um, I was I was a little sad on this one. I haven't I don't know what Natu Natu sounds like. Um, Fred's the only one I know that watched this movie. Um, but there were some good songs nominated, like "Lift Me Up" with Rihanna from Black Panther, "Lady Gaga's Hold My Hand" from Top Gun. Uh, I love both those songs. I think that one of them should have won, but hey, I guess I can't judge it since I haven't heard the "Not Too Not Too." But everybody seems to love that one too. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert uh, won for Best Director for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Brendan Fraser won for Best Actor for The Whale. Big kudos here. When I watched The Whale, I think I came right here on this show and I told y'all he better get an Oscar for this. He was that damn good and he did win. Congratulations there, Brendan Fraser. And Michelle Yeoh won for Best Actress for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And of course, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once won for Best Picture as well, even though it should have been Avatar. But uh, congratulations there. Uh, Avatar did win for Best Visual Effects, so holla holla. The Disney Plus series American Born Chinese starring Michelle Yeoh and Ki-Hu Kwan uh, have dropped their first teaser trailer, so definitely check that out. Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary, she's going to make her hosting debut on SNL which is going to be pretty cool there. So I'm looking forward to that. I love SNL. Um, so there, so, and like I said, if there's more Oscars you want to look into, we have all the winners listed up on our Twitter and Facebook page. So check that out. We have the season three teaser trailer for only murders in the building. Um, coming back for season three. Yeah. Season three. So definitely check that out. A lot of faces there. The fifth and final season of Star Trek discovery will premiere in early 2024. For those of you looking forward to that, um, Jessica Chastain set to lead Netflix's new sci-fi horror movie, I Am Not Alone. The Scream 6 directors talk about Nev Campbell's departure. Uh, a lot of people were asking them, like, did that really mess up the story? Did it change a lot of things? And they said it actually didn't because it happened so early on that she left that they hadn't even started filming, so they were able to kind of tweak the script, but the main core of the story stayed the same. So, pretty cool there. We have the teaser trailer for The Bear Season 2 coming back soon to FX. James Gunn says that DC will make more animated Wonder Woman content. Uh, the Last of Us Season 2 will be split up into multiple seasons. Uh, what they mean by that is based on the video game. So The Last of Us Part 2 
that video game was supposed to be season two, but they're saying that season two of the show will actually stretch out the last of us part two, uh, into multiple seasons. So just like how, uh, they didn't want people to be confused that how like the game one was season one and then game two will just be season two. And then what do we do? Right. Is it just over after that? So it looks like they're going to stretch out, uh, the second game into multiple seasons. So pretty cool, man. They got to milk that because that's their moneymaker right there. Jody Comer in talks to star in the blade runner, 2099 TV show. Great addition there. If they do that, I love Jody Comer. I think you should leave season three is coming back soon to Netflix over on May 30th. Um, so the Oscars always do an in memoriam and they missed Anne hash Tom Sizemore and Paul Servino, uh, who were not included in the segment. How do you miss big names like this? Like they catch Judy Bloom who did, um, catering on a movie set one time in the in memoriam, but they forget like Tom Sizemore and Paul Servino and Anne hash. I just don't understand how they miss names some years, man. So very, very odd. Um, Daredevil Born Again has uh, done another little quiet recast. That's right. Uh, there'll be at least one familiar name attached to a new face when Disney Plus's series comes back. Um, when it comes back soon in spring of 2024. Um, let's see here. Who was it? Um, Vanessa. On the Netflix series, Yailet Zurer played Vanessa, but we're now finding out that Sandra Holt, um, who's Daredevil Born Again casting, did not leak her role, but now we're finding out that she is, in fact, playing Vanessa on the Disney Plus series. So, a switcheroo here. Um, Some people say it could have just been a scheduling conflict, so no word yet if that just means, like, this is a reboot, this is not a part of the Netflix series. It could just be a scheduling conflict, Um, but yes, there will be a new Vanessa for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, the Last of Us officially passed House of Dragon in overall viewers, so congratulations there. Big, big show for HBO, man. Quentin Tarantino prepping his final movie. That's right. Um, he's working on it, man. He says it finally has a title and a rough production start date window, so he is moving forward on that. Uh, Mila Kunis and Michael Keaton are set to lead a new comedy movie called Good Rich. A report has come out saying that Netflix is working on a U.S. version of Squid Game. Very interesting there. I would love to see a U.S. version of this show because I struggled to get through the international one for sure. Uh, Florence Pugh and Andrew Garfield are in talks for a new movie called We Live in Time. Oscar Isaac in talks for Amazon Studios' new crime thriller series Helltown. Um, Wicked Part 1 moving up there. Release date about a month. It's going to come out around Thanksgiving time. Sweet Tooth Season 2 coming back in April. I was wondering where the hell Sweet Tooth Season 2 was. I feel like it's been two years since we've seen Season 1. So glad to see that's coming back here in about a month. Netflix has pulled the plug on Nancy Meyer's new movie over budget issues. Yes. And we just talked about a bunch of this casting on last week's show. Because Nancy Meyers, you know, when she does movies, she has a big cast that she brings in. She brings in a ton of A-list superstars. Uh, And there was a lot attached to this movie, but Netflix has been like, yo, for a rom-com, you are spending way too much money and they have canceled it. So we'll see if she ends up shopping it somewhere else or what she does with it. But yeah, as of now, that is done, though. 
Vanessa Hudgens set to reprise her role for Bad Boys 4 with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. That is awesome. Jackie Chan officially um, going into production for a sequel to Police Story, a movie he did back in 2004. So very, very cool there. Sarah Shahi is set to star as Supreme Court nominee in ABC's Judgment Pilot as her show Sex Life awaits word on its fate. I love Sarah Shahi. Matthew McConaughey is set to reteam with Woody Harrelson in a new Apple TV Plus comedy. Sign me up. That sounds good. A League of Their Own is set to end with a very short season, too. That's right. And when I say very short, four episodes. Four episodes for season two, and that show is donezo as well. CBS has set finale dates for pretty much all their shows, so check that out if you want to see when your favorite show is wrapping up. Judy Greer is going to be joining Ellie Kemper in that Working Moms comedy pilot that they're doing. We have the full trailer for Mrs. Davis. Betty Gilpin goes up against an all-knowing algorithm in the full trailer for the Peacock series. So definitely check that out if you're interested. Um, Citadel. We talked just last week about the trailer to this show, which still doesn't come out till April 28th. Um, d- produced by the Russo brothers with Priyanka Chopra and Richard Madden. They've already renewed it for season two. So I guess they love it because I heard... This show went way over budget, but they're saying, sign us up. Let's get another season. So Citadel coming back for season two already. CBS's Matlock reboot has added Jason Ritter to the cast. Uh, like a, And then, like I said, Wicked uh, Part 1, because remember they broke it up into two movies, will now open in theaters November 27th of 2024, the eve of Thanksgiving, instead of Christmas Day, December 25th. 2024 so a little shift there but hey it's a month early and that's always a good thing and that's what we got guys look at us man 40 minutes dude we killed it tonight thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for getting caught up with me in all the world of entertainment thank you thank you thank you um like i said movie time this weekend it's shazam fury of the gods so looking forward to the next chapter in the dceu as we start to wrap that up before james gunn takes it over i'll be seeing that like i said this thursday in the preview night of we're in imax um but yeah thanks so much for tuning in guys our official webpage is am i on the makes it very simple right am i on the air.com will not only play all the episodes for you but it's links to the quick bites it's links to all our social media everything you need is am i on the air.com Make sure you like us on Facebook.com. Over on Facebook, give us a like, Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. Give us a follow on Twitter at Am I on the Air, all one word. You can follow me on Twitter as well at DXDonMega. And, of course, make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. If Apple Apple's not your thing, get us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere, guys. So make sure you subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Get us on Instagram. Get us on TikTok. Get us on YouTube. Just search Am I on the Air. Um, and shout out to our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Make sure you follow both of those at Red Dragons Radio on Twitter and at Pop Culture underscore Pros on Twitter for them as well. So thanks to both of them for always streaming us on demand and supporting the show. And that'll do it for me on this March the 14th. I hope you all have an amazing week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!